Welcome to the torture chamber, where it's totally okay to drive your best friend insane. How is he getting a sequel? He made how much? No, for real. Nothing's wrong with people. potential victims and welcome to the torture chamber podcast it's our third halloween switcheroo episode i'm having a great time with this because i ain't have to watch any pieces of shit i'm your host jason christopher and joining me as always is my best friend and favorite victim dennis neal how you doing den i i i Mm, just just keep going. <laughs> That's that does not sound promising. No, it it no. 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 I'm great. I'm awesome. Really? I am not I am. Why are you so fucking great? Cuz I well first of all I didn't have to watch anything as I said before, which is exciting for me. Um things are going nicely at my day job cuz I have to have one. Because I'm not famous enough to be a full-time podcaster yet. And <laughs> I'm wearing a Guns N' Roses t-shirt because that's how life works for me right now. But I have some very sad news. What's sad news? I'm not wearing any Thunderpants today. Why? Because it's laundry day. Oh. So I'm wearing regular all in the pants. Oh, what color are these ones? Hold on. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, oh they're just gray. It's boring. You know, for a minute there, I thought you were going to say you had no underpants on for a second. Well, no, because I'm not, you know, a heathen. I wear underpants like a normal person. And we just lost all our viewers. Right. You know, some of them want to picture me without my underpants on. How you doing? How you doing? Call me. All right. So, wow. so what'd you have to watch this week, then? Refresh our potential victims. I had to watch Season of the Witch. Yes, Halloween three. Season, uh, 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 of, uh, 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 season of Season of the Witch. Halloween three doesn't exist. No, see, we have to call it Halloween three Season of the Witch because there is another movie called Season of the Witch, and I don't want our little potential victims to get confused. Well, the good thing about that is that movie sucked ass too. Yes, but see, you're very. You should be thanking me because you got to watch a pretty awesome, terrible horror movie as opposed to Nicolas Cage just fucking chomping on scenery in the Middle Ages for yeah. ninety minutes. Yeah, with Hellboy, who's not doing a British accent. We're not. In, no, we're not doing this right now. Anyway, yes, you watched Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, notable for being the only movie in the Halloween film series, because it is part of the Halloween film franchise, to not feature Michael Myers at all. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's the only movie in any franchise that did not have the main killer in it. Um, Unless you count some of them Saw movies. Well, yes and no, because Jigsaw was in it one way or another. There was a lot of flashbacks, you're right. But yeah, no, I think it's the only one. So let's talk about Although this Although technically movie. Michael Myers was in this, but we'll get to that in a second. 
Yeah, I, I bet you got a lot to say about this movie, don't you? Yeah, I do. Ah, man, I was so excited. So a few things about this movie <clears throat> came out October 22nd, 1982, the year I was born. Um, it was written and directed, I believe, by a one Tommy Lee Wallace. It stars Tom Atkins, Stacy Nelkin, and Dan O. Herlihy. Herlihy? Is that how you? I guess that's how you pronounce it. Something like that. Yeah. And the plot on IMDb. I love IMDb. You know, I really. My favorite thing since we started this is um, IMDb plots because they're so concise. They're so concise, and they don't really tell you anything. Here's the no, plot on, they on really, IMDb. They really don't. <laughs> they really don't. Kids all over America want silver shamrock masks for Halloween. Dr. Daniel Chalice seeks to uncover a plot by silver shamrock owner Conal Cochran. What does that have to do with anything? I mean, yes, that happens in the movie, technically, but what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. Kids want masks. There's oh, a yeah. doctor. He's after some dude. There you go. So, Dennis. What? <laughs> what did you think of the movie? All right. All kidding aside, I went into this movie with an open mind. Now, there are two specific franchises, and Jason can back me up on this, that I absolutely love, and I can tell you anything and everything about them. One, Why do you tell me to back you up on it like somebody's going to try to fight you? You never know. Uh, we could okay. get we could get some hate mail. Um, God, I would love to get hate mail. Are you kidding? <laughs> that would make my fucking day. God. You uh, guys suck. I hate you guys. I hate you guys. Fuck you. Like, that would be our response. So Sorry, we're, we're going to get hate mail from Cartman? No, that no. Cartman's going to respond. Fuck you guys. I don't give a shit. Oh, fuck Um... Eddie, if you're out there, write in. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The first franchise that I absolutely adore is Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I'm bonkers for it. I have an entire room of Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. I have a tattoo. You name it, I love it. And, well, well, yes. And the other one is the Halloween franchise. Now, growing up around this time, um, even closer to Halloween... Uh, Sci-Fi Network always played a Halloween marathon, and nine times out of ten, they didn't include this. Kill, 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 kill. Oh, that's the wrong damn franchise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Good (laughs) good, good job. Good job. My bad. That's the wrong. Wow. Yep. Great job there, Mr. Host. Anyways, I'm not going to contribute anymore. I'll just be over here. So, got to get letters about that, too. Oh, yeah. Um, what kind of fucking moron is co-hosting this? Worst podcast ever. Um, Thank you, guys. I don't give a shit. So, you know, I always wondered why they skipped this. And I caught bits and pieces of this movie, and I never watched it. Now, last year... I was able to get the Halloween collector set that had every single movie, including TV cuts, unrated cuts, etc., etc., on Blu-ray. God, that sounds boring. Oh, yeah. And, no. It happened to include this. 
So, I was able to avoid this for a year. <sighs> Your oh, fault for starting this podcast, bro. I know. I know. So, I don't even I don't even know where to begin. The movie Well, before you begin, I before you begin, I want to say something real quick. Um on the flip side of things, I legitimately don't like Halloween. Like I've seen one and two and this and H2O and Resurrection. Like I skipped the Jamie years because I don't give a shit. And I have to say that of all the Halloweens I have seen, this one is my favorite. I love this movie. This is my favorite Halloween movie of them all because it's so goddamn stupid. Stupid doesn't even sum it up. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. Let's go. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. Come on, let's do it. So, the movie does a code open where it's, I believe it was raining, you're on the road, etc., etc. It opens on, where's my note? There we go. October 23rd, several days before Halloween. Now, we see a man running away, and then we see a car basically chasing him. Um, he goes into a gas station. Uh, pretty much, he's attacked by somebody who... Let me say he's in a suit. He he's, looks like a man in black. Yeah, he he's in a fucking suit. And... The guy is sitting on his chest, basically just choking him. The guy has no emotion at all whatsoever. He's just choking him. He literally looks like he just placed his hands on his neck and is just holding him, pinned him down to the ground. Just gently, just gently patting Oh, I have one quick question. You said this begins on October 23rd? Yeah. That's eight more days till Halloween. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so, the guy's getting choked... And he well, reaches, he's getting gently held by the neck. He's yeah, he's pinned down and lovingly caressed. He, he, he they were checking for lumps. Um, <laughs> and he reaches over and pulls a cinder block out from underneath the car, and the car just casually strolls down the hill. It pins the guy and kills him. Now I call shenanigans on that because. Wait, it pins which guy? The suit guy? The or suit the... guy. It, it pins okay. the suit guy. Now, I call shenanigans on that because the way it hits him, it hits him like a love tap. Like, Everybody's being gently caressed in this movie. It... There's a lot of gentle caresses in this movie. <laughs> we'll get to that hotel scene later. No, we won't. Yes, so, we will. He basically gets crushed, and it was so so lackluster all you hear is and then the guy kind of leans towards the side and dies the suit guy not not the old man so wasn't there a musical sting because there's usually a musical sting well i'm gonna get yeah i'm gonna get to that in a second wow i knew we were in for a shitty time because the music the music was terrible now Here's my issue with this. The music was done by John Carpenter and Alan Holworth, who has done all the musical score through all the movies, and I own all the soundtracks. But this was so terrible, and right there was clue number one for me that this movie was going to suck. 
You own the soundtracks to Halloween? Yeah, I own the soundtracks to every single one. <sighs> All right. I don't even... I can't even comment on it. Okay, go ahead. So, the old man goes into... Uh, he, he escapes. Um, he goes to hide. Who the fuck has um, a Halloween soundtrack? Uh, he goes to hide in um, um, a garage, basically. Um... He starts to yell, uh, what the hell is it? Uh, they're going to kill us, they're going to kill us, just no reason, and passes out. Like you do. Yep, just, you know, just like, ugh. Now, um, does he pass out, or does he gently fall? He gently falls and passes out. Gentle caresses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... So he lightly falls onto a cloud and passes up. So I will refrain from doing my Barry White voice impression because it's not good. Yeah, we. But go, I want to. We we go we we I don't want to say we fast forward. The next scene is, um, uh, the main character who's by the name uh where's my notes dan dr daniel yeah dr dan who's played by tom atkins um and oh my god this guy and his ex-wife have no chemistry he goes into the house and he's like oh kids i got you masks and he's like oh well mom already got his masks um now wait a second because I'm almost certain I'm right about this. His ex-wife, right? Yep. Was she the same girl that was killed in a car in Halloween 1? The same girl that was killed in the car? Remember, the um, she's the one who's friends with Jamie Lee Curtis. and Oh, you're she's... talking about um, um, either Linda or... Uh... Oh wow! I'm not gonna... not the stoner girl. It doesn't even matter. The fuck the stoner girl. Annie, the... Annie. A- yes, Annie. Is it Annie? Because a- Annie was the one who she was babysitting the girl. Yeah. While Annie. Jamie Lee Curtis was babysitting the the boy, and then Annie's like, "Well, just take the girl because like Dan's coming or Rob or whatever the fuck his name was is yeah. coming over." And then she's like, she gets locked out of the house. And then she goes to get in the car, and that's when Michael Myers strangles her, and she has, no offense to this actress, quite possibly the worst death scene I've ever seen in my life, which I wish we had watched Halloween 1, because I have so much to say about her death scene. Do me a favor, potential victims, go and just, just, just if, if Halloween 1, because it's October, is on, like, AMC or something, just watch it till Annie dies in the car. If you own it, just b- bring it up on your Blu-ray, DVD, I don't know what the kids do, and and just go to that scene because it is the most overdone, overacted mm-hmm. piece of shit I've ever seen. Worst acting ever. But that's not the point. And to answer it, your question, no. Um, because Annie, uh, Annie was played by uh, PJ Souls. And this, the, and the ex-wife wasn't PJ Souls. Nope. Fuck. I was. I was absolutely certain it was the same woman. Nope, I'm looking at her um, her uh, uh, IMDb uh, right now, and it was not. Although that would have been really, really freaking funny. 
Um, oh wait, I'm sorry. No, it, PJ Souls played Linda. Nancy hey, Loomis man. played Annie. Okay. And so... yes, you're right. Yes. Yes, you're right. It was her. The kid is vindicated yet again. Yep, she played Linda Chalice. I didn't. Send your I letters didn't, too. No. I didn't even notice that. So, anyways, um, that sound you hear is me high fiving myself. <laughs> yeah. They. He gives the kids the mask, and the kids are like, "But well, mom already got us really cool masks." And they come out wearing <laughs> wearing the these. With that. <laughs> they come out wearing um these masks. Oh, by the way, the old man, when he collapsed, he was holding a jack o' lantern mask. Um. So, anyways, back to the kids. The kids are like, "Mom already got us really cool masks, Dad. You suck." <laughs> Stop doing that. Um. So then he he backhands the kids, and the kids are like, "This is why Mom divorced you." No, I'm only kidding. Um. I was about to say because I do not remember him backhanding a child. It was I in the it was I the uncut version. Um. I, God, I wish. <laughs> so, as he's because talking, the two kids not... go over to the TV, in mm. a commercial plays. Yes, a commercial does play. Oh my god! And I'm gonna before Jason starts singing because he already <laughs> he already threatened to sing this. I'm gonna play the song for you guys in its entirety because it's only a second, couple of seconds long. And this is the song that plays throughout the entire movie during the commercial. The only difference oh, is as it gets closer, it. it counts down Halloween. And uh, just just take a listen to this. And that's all you hear. Eight more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Eight more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Love that song. Now, the thing that cracked me up about this commercial and this... Do you love how I sang it after they just listened to it? <laughs> I know, they're like, what the fuck, we already heard this dude. Why um, are we doing it twice? <laughs> and the thing that cracked me up about this Remix! is... No, I'm just kidding. I'm wow. Is Silver Shamrock is apparently this big fucking company who makes masks for kids. But here's the funny thing. They only have three types of masks. They have the pumpkin, the witch, and the skull. That's it. That's it. Skull. That's the one I forgot. I remember the pumpkin and the witch. I couldn't remember the skull. Okay, this big right. ass company for all these kids only makes three masks. Now this this movie took place in um eighty two, and I don't know if you remember what it was like growing up when you were um going trick or treating. If you well in nineteen eighty two, I was not even a year old. So in this particular instance, no. Later not on, here. asshole, um when you were able to go trick or treating. Okay. Um, when you and somebody else had the same costume, it was it was bad. You wanted to be something that was different, so that you didn't have the same costume or look the same way as uh, Tina down the street. Because you know, all of a sudden you're a repeater. <sighs> oh hell yes! Like showing up in the same costume was like when two women show up to a party in the same dress. It's like. One of us has to go home and change. We can't both be He-Man. Mm-hmm. E- exactly. So... Sidebar, real quick. Do you remember when um, when you were a kid, when you would get those real shitty costumes that was just like a plastic mask and a smock? 
You could like not something... breathe out of those masks. They... Okay, this is how fucked up I was as a kid. My mom, for I think I only went trick-or-treating for like five or six years before I was like, I'm done with this. Just buy me candy. I don't want to go out and talk to strangers. Um, For those five or six years, she legit handmade me a costume every year. Like I was a fucking pirate and I was a, I was a, I was a bunny one year, a gray bunny, like a knockoff Bugs Bunny. It was great. I had ears. She went and bought me ears, like fucking legit ears and like a nose and all that shit. And most kids would kill for that. I desperately wanted one of those shitty corner store costumes so bad. I was like, I want to be He-Man with the face mm-hmm. and just like a He-Man body on a smock. And she wouldn't buy me one. She was like, no, I'm going to make you a costume. You're going to look great. And I'm like, no, I want to be a Thundercat, mom. Why are you cock blocking me? <laughs> Continue. Sorry, that's my own thing. It it it's okay. So, all right. The other thing is, I forgot to mention this. As Jason mentioned before, anything that you randomly see in a movie, you know it's gonna somehow play into the plot. The oh, yeah. guy that was in the garage was the gun on the mantle. What? Well, yep. Was watching a. I guess, a documentary on Stonehenge. Now, I already knew how it tied into um, the movie because um, Jason explained it to me a couple of years ago. And And then he promptly, he promptly like blocked it out. (laughs) I did. I did. So, all right. And I have some shit to say about that when we get to that point. Oh, yeah. Because... The, the the little social justice warrior that I am on my off time, I'm angry. I'm so angry. There's racism in this movie, but we'll talk about that. So he's home with his kids, blah, blah, blah. Not his home, excuse me. He gets a page, um, and he has to go back to the hospital um, where he the old man is there, and the old man's screaming, they're going to kill us. They're going to kill us all because the um, – the screenshot, the screenshot, excuse me, the uh, TV screen is playing uh, the Silver Shamrock uh, song, and he just casually lifts up his head and starts screaming. So... Seven more days till Halloween, 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 seven oh, more no, no, days till no, no, Halloween. No, 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 it's, it's, still, it's still eight days. It's still eight days. It's not seven I don't give yet. a shit. I'm counting down for this whole podcast. So... I'm going to sing all eight days. You cannot stop me. <laughs> so... The old man is carted off to a room who, I might add, he was in hospital room number 13. 13 is Halloween. You know, haha. I was like, yeah, I saw what you did there. Anyway. Or it's a reference to the Munsters because they lived on 1313 Mockingbird Lane. No. You're so, welcome. A little after um, that the guy gets put in a room. We still haven't gotten to the plot of this movie. Fuck. No, no, not at all. We're only like 10 minutes into this movie. So <laughs> the guys, well, the, the, one of the business suit men goes into his room, gouges out in, his eyes by pushing men his, in black. Yeah, by pushing his thumbs into his skull, and it makes a crack. Now, this now made, does this, he shove his thumbs in or just gently push them in? Oh no, he he 
kind of gently coax it in. And then all you hear is a crack, and then his pops up. Wow. And he dies. So he wipes his hand, blah, 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 blah. He goes outside, and the nurse starts screaming, and she's like, So the main doctor, the main main character, follows the man outside, who then commits suicide by dousing himself with gasoline and sets the car on fire, and the car explodes. As you do. Yep. So it's like... That's how I got out of work. Oh, hell yeah. So it was like... Wait, what? <laughs> you just went past I'm like, oh yeah, me too. Anyway. <laughs> because I just want to get through this. <laughs> So, I see how it feels. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? I'm like, what? So, next day, it is now Sunday the 24th, and there are now how many days until Halloween? Seven more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Seven more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Thank you. Who that. am I smiling at? I don't know. <laughs> so, we now meet the secondary main character, um... The girl's father, she has to come in and identify her father. Um, now, the, the girl whose name totally escapes me right now. was Ellie. Ellie, thank you. So Ellie's father was the old dude from the beginning, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. Now, the, Just helping out the listeners. The, the police officer's like, oh, it's under investigation, this and that, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um... The coroner, who was friends of the main actor, Dr. Chalice, um, is basically explaining to him that the well-dressed businessman would have to have some type of super strength in order to break a skull. Well, yeah. You ever tried to break a skull? It's not like cracking an egg. <laughs> there is burp. There's... Specifically designed to not break because your brain's in there. Mm-hmm. Not that I've tried to crack many skulls. Many. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. No. Whoa. <laughs> Continue. I don't know if I want to. Do so, <laughs> we now go to another scene where the doctor's at a bar because apparently he's a recovering alcoholic. No, he's not recovering. He's a straight up, still deep in it, practicing alcoholic. Well, yeah, he is a fucking drunk. I love Doctor Chalice because he is a drunk bastard. This whole goddamn movie. Now, up until this point, even when he talks, he sounds drunk. Oh yeah, like, oh, oh we have to find your father. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially at the end when he's screaming stop. But anyways, um, which I'm going to do an impression of. Hell yes, I will. When Great. we get there. So, so, look forward to that. He's in a bar, and up until this point, well, actually, as the movie started, I was like, you know, I wonder if this takes place in the same town as, you know, um, Halloween. The first two, you know, if it's in Haddonfield, uh, blah, 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 blah. Here's we're where like I got completely... minutes into this movie, and 20 minutes, like, longer, we're almost an hour into this podcast, you know, according to our recording... And nothing is fucking happening yet. Nope. And what's on the TV that the doctor's watching? Halloween. That's right. So we're living in a world where the Halloween movies are fictional and exist. 
yet we're in a Halloween movie. Correct. Fucking meta as shit. Yep. So, Ellie locates, you know, the doctor, and, you know, they're talking about this and that, and they basically decide to work together to find out why, um, her father had died. So I they... just realized why I love this movie. Why? I blocked out everything but the end. Because I am bored listening to this description, and you're like, you're telling me things that I know happened in this movie, but I have forgotten all of them, because nothing goddamn happens for most of the movie. No, it really doesn't, and you don't know how badly I just want to skip off the little part and go right to the end, but I'm trying <laughs> to be a good reviewer, and, you know, trying not to cut my wrist at the same time. Um, Yeah, so I like when I watch Twilight. No, I won't let you forget. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, just wait. Anyways, um, <laughs> me, you son of a bitch. So they visit her father's uh, toy store, um, where apparently he was struggling a little bit um, against the new mall, um, and she finds her father's appointment book. Who she had to mention that her father apparently was very precise in his appointments and kept the book up to date. Why that was important, I don't fucking know. That's the thing about this movie. There's so many, like, dangling threads of information that don't mm-hmm. come into play are completely useless. But we have to talk about them all because they have, like, a vi- Like, this entire movie, the end of it is the only bit that matters, and all of that would be better served as, like, an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Because it's, like, a half an hour's worth of action. We could skip all the rest of this, but since they're making a feature-length movie, we have to put in all this other bullshit that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Mm -hmm. And even the things that do have something to do with what's going on here don't make any goddamn sense. So (laughs) there's really no point to it. Pretty much. Yeah, I love this movie. (laughs) they find out that in the appointment, um, in between dates uh, is when the father had ran into a little bit of trouble when he went to go pick up more Halloween masks because the father sells the three masks that Silver Shamrock makes, again, supposedly how a popular is company. company. How is this company so lucrative when they only make three masks? I I, I don't know. <sighs> Moving on. Because you go into a goddamn party city and they have like 3,000 masks and you're like, I get why everybody comes here. Mm-hmm. But you only have three, and it's not like they're full, they're masks that are part of a full costume. Like you, like, you don't buy the skull mask and then get like a skeleton costume to go with it, or like a witch robe to go with the witch, or whatever you do with a pumpkin. It's right. just the mask. Yep, exactly, exactly. And they're the cheapest ass looking masks I've ever seen in my life. They really are. Well, they... aside from like those plastic ones I was talking about earlier, Boy. but <laughs> they're pretty shitty masks. So where are they getting all this money from? Mm-hmm. Yep. So they... Maybe it's the jingle. The jingle is making the movie, the uh, the mask, really popular. Who knows? Is it this jingle? No, I'm not going to say I'll kill you. So they go to this town, and I'm going to read you a quote about the town. Because this town is so stupid and so empty. As they drive into the town, like, everybody that's in the shops look and watch the car pull up to the motel, and I'm like, okay, they must not get any outside visitors, but whatever. That's the, fucking small towns for you. That's small yep. town America everywhere. It's like, the, newcomers. <laughs> the quote that is said 
to um, our main actors is after World War II in the rural town of Santa Mira, wealthy Irish uh, Conal Cochran had invigorated the town by establishing the Toy Factory, the largest manufacturer and purveyor of Halloween masks in the world, again, by only making three types of masks. <laughs> Moving on! That really upsets you, doesn't it? Because it's stupid. <laughs> Moving on. They... <laughs> They run into a, another couple, a couple, um, who, with their kid, who are also there on business, and... Oh, the salesman dude? Yes. I love that guy. I love his wife even more. She's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Buddy, Betty, and Little Buddy Jr. That's, the that's, Comforts, that's it. That, that's their names. Um, Betty, Betty Comforts, she's just, she is trying, she's one of those women who's trying so hard to live above her station. She's just like, hello! Betty Comfort, it's so good to meet you. It's like, no, it's not. Back mm-hmm, up off me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So <clears throat> they decide that they're going to pretend to be a husband and wife mass buyers, so this way they could share a room, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. As Dan- the Daniel girl, Chalice and Ellie, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. As um, as they're as um, as he's distract, uh, she's distracting the hotel clerk. He goes and checks to see if the father did indeed stay there, and you know, yep. Her father did stay at the hotel um, as the curator, owner, whatever the hell you want to call it, of the town slowly drives by the hotel. It's like, okay. Literally none of this has anything to do with the ultimate point of this movie. No, no, and we haven't even got to that yet. So... And (sighs) the best part is, not to spoiler alert you, but the best part is... How could he be her father? Mm-hmm. Because of what we find out later. Unlo- All right, no, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, we're gonna talk about that later. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So they decide to, to stay there. Blah 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 blah. At the same time as they're checking in and the cufflers are checking in, a woman comes in by the name of Marge, and she's very what? unhappy about having to stay overnight because the uh, factory uh, fucked up, so she's stuck there. Now, around the evening time, a loudspeaker goes o- goes off um, and tells everybody that curfew is apparently um, six o'clock at night, and which all- is a town with a with a loudspeaker that you know fucking tells you it's time to return to your homes. That is the creepiest fucking thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. So, That's some 1984 shit right there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The only other movie that I remember having a loudspeaker was um, uh, Woodsboro and Scream, but that was only after the murders. But anyways, uh, this fucking movie. So we it, still haven't gotten to anything important. No. So it warns everybody to stay off the street, stay indoors, et cetera, et cetera. As Chalice is going back to his hotel room, he runs into a drunk um, who basically warns him that they're spying and all kind of other shit about um, the factory and the owner. Um, he basically badmouths him. He, 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 in essence, acts like a... Um, how you would expect uh, a drunk to be, and he tells them that this is going to be the last Halloween for the factory uh, because he plans to burn it down. And can I just sidebar here to say that drunk Chalice, because I'm not going to call him doctor, because he's a drunk, he's just like walking along with like a bottle of hooch and a paper bag 
like a fuck like like a fucking homeless person mm-hmm. drinking with this other homeless person now not for nothing i grew up in brooklyn for those of you who don't know i know from homeless people and the second i saw him doing that i was like dude just waves of nostalgia of just drunk guys on the on the street just laying out next to the projects with a paper bag or call 45 like i used to be big no you didn't mhm mhm you did not so, Chalice goes back to the hotel room, and in a most completely unbelievable scene, him and the girl starts making out, and they basically fucked, and they had no chemistry at all. No, oh, no they chemistry. Didn't. They had the chemistry of, like, a hard-boiled egg and a dung beetle. Like, it was the worst thing. They had the chemistry of Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively in Greenland, which was none. I I have seen dogs fucking on a street corner with more chemistry than those two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, the doctor reports back um, to uh, Teddy, the coroner, who's basically looking into everything that's going on. Wait, can we go back for a second? You know why they don't have any chemistry? Because he's like fifty-seven years old. Oh, he really like is twenty. Now he's you like know, the oldest, craggiest-looking dude. And of course, like I said earlier, he just talks like he's drunk all the time. He's just like, "Should we be doing this, Mrs. Rimbridge, or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is?" He's just like, "I think that's Ashley Chalice," and it's, it's like creepy and wrong and kind of gross. And you're just like, "Ooh." Right, and it's funny that you mentioned that about him because I was watching this movie with my other half, and I looked at him and I said. Why does he look like a James Bond villain? He legit looks like a James Bond villain. Yeah. You're right. So. Or like, you know, you know who he looks like to me, though? Like, whenever you watch, like, a good horror movie, there's always, like, that creepy old dude who, like, runs the graveyard or he's the mortician or something. Mm-hmm. And he just, he's there to sort of drive along the plot and just kind of make you uneasy. Like, if they dress Dr. Chalice differently, he'd be that guy, just like, would you like to inspect the body? Mm-hmm. No. Yep. So, Teddy's reporting back to him, the coroner, that she believes that they were accidentally looking at the car parts rather than the body because all that was in um, the ashes was plastic and metal shavings. Um, foreshadowing right there. And, you know, the next... You took it from me! I was gonna whisper foreshadowing into my microphone, but you took it. Alright, go ahead. <laughs> and basically, the next day, she believes that, you know, somebody tampered with the evidence because there's no bone fragments, there's no teeth, nothing. It's just ashes and car parts. So I'm sitting there going, yep, I, I see where this is going. But, it's like, but like, that kind of makes sense because he immolated himself in a car. Sure, alright. Maybe now, you just didn't get the body parts part. But maybe. Are so, you the only coroner in this town? What makes you so fucking important, Teddy? Wow. Sorry. So while the the uh, Dr. Chalice and Ellie are fucking, um, Marge next door is taking a closer look at the, um, the mask and the mask pieces and everything. And the silver shamrock button uh, fell off the mask. So... She grabs it and she flips it over when she noticed that there's a microchip in it. Um, and I'm sitting there going like, why the fuck is there a microchip in the mess? And out of nowhere, a laser beam comes out <laughs> and shoots her 
in the face. <laughs> well, that's because she was poking at it with, like, a hairpin. Yes, yes, she was tampering with it, and a laser beam lightsaber came out and stabbed her in the face. Don't call it a lightsaber, because fucking Star Wars came out in, what, 79? So, like, that shit looked way better than this fucking piece of shit Photoshop laser. Oh, yeah. Alright? It just sh- shot her in the mouth. Yeah. I love that scene, because it's so stupid. Yeah. So, she's left Why there. Why is there a microchip? Why is there a laser? What we'll the fuck find out. On? We'll We'll find out, and it's stupid. Will we? <laughs> Probably not. So, <laughs> they come out of their room to see what's going on, because around this time, they hear people outside, and a white van and a bunch of other vehicles um, are removing Marge's body, and the doctor, who, he's a doctor, the main character is like, oh, I'm a doctor, I can help. He gets told by the town owner factory guy um, that it was a very small accident and she'll be, have the best, uh, possible treatment. Now, here's the funny thing. Here's mm. the funny, funny thing. He the goes, funny thing is the whole guy. Oh, yeah. He, movie. he looks <clears throat> at them and goes, she'll be taken care of at the factory. What factory do you know of that has a medical facility in it? You, you, little, little spoiler alert for you people. Now, in your day job, you work at a factory, right? Correct. Do you have a medical facility, or do you just have, like, a first aid kit? All we got is a first aid kit and a box. I work in a medical lab. Guess what we have? What do you got? A first aid kit and a box. We don't even have a fucking, a fucking medical facility. Oh, yeah. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Why would the factory have its own medical facility that is equipped to deal with a woman who got shot in the face uh, with a laser. <laughs> so, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to try to speed this along because I don't want to go through the whole fucking movie. He, he walks away and he mumbles the word misfire to the guy that he's walking away with. So it's like, huh? What? And this, right. is, this is Colonel Cochran. Right. Now, who I fucking love because he totally looks like the tall man from Phantasm. Yeah, actually, yeah, he does. Or the tall man from fucking Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Because they're the same goddamn dude. <laughs> now, the next day, Chalice and Ellie, along with the Cufflers, are given a little tour of the factory. Nothing is happening yet. No. Where they find her father's car. Um, Just thinking about it, I'm bored. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's terrible. I'm trying to abridge this because, yeah, I'm, I'm already done with this. This has gone on <laughs> way, too, way too long. So they go there. They notice her father's car, and it's being guarded by a bunch of men in suits. They re- return to the motel, um, but they find out that they can't call anybody. Um, Around this time, Teddy is then killed by one of the men in um, the suits. He the Space takes... Navy Corpsman. Yep. Um, he drills a hole into her head that we don't see, which... Callback. Which, you know, shows you how old the movie is. So she dies. At the same time, while Chalice is trying to call for help, Ellie <sighs> is kidnapped and she's taken to the factory. Oh, good. We're finally getting to when stuff happens. Yeah, because I've had it with us. 
Jesus. So Chalice breaks into the factory, and we find out that the men in suits are actually androids. Yes, they are robots. Cyborgs? Robots, cyborgs, androids, whatever. And Can I pause here to say, speaking of robots, can I please watch Short Circuit? Really want to watch Short Circuit. If I didn't have to watch this, I would say yes, but no. Anyways. So, Chalice is captured by the androids, and Cochran decides to... Cyborgs? Huh? Robots. Robots. I'm I'm still trying to determine the difference between a cyborg and a robot. Keep talking. I'm going to look that up on my phone. There you go. So, he reveals the plan that he wants to kill all the kids wearing the mask because he wants to bring back the resurrection of witchcraft. Now, earlier, a little while ago, I told you that there was a microchip. In each of the microchips that are in this mask contain small fragments of Stonehenge. One second. I'm still looking at cyborgs and androids. I got a lot to say. Just give me one, one, one second. Okay, so they're cyborgs because they have organic parts. All right. Yeah, okay, we, cool. we've already moved on, you know. <laughs> Stonehenge. Right. There's pieces of fucking Stonehenge in these microchips that will activate and kill people. Oh, I forgot to mention that when Marge got zapped in the face, mm-hmm. bugs came out of her face. Yeah, all right, that's great. And anything. Hold on a minute. Now, I got to talk about this. So he, all right, not to derail you. So Carl Cochran, his whole plot is some fucking druid witch thing. Notice that this movie's called Season of the Witch. There's no goddamn witch in it. At the most, Colonel Cochran would be a druid, but we're not going to talk about that. That's not even important. So in order to fucking enact his plan, he has gotten one of the stones from Stonehenge yep. and imported it to America. Now, right. number one, that's physically impossible you cannot take an entire stone out of stonehenge because i think the scottish would notice so you really couldn't do that's like saying in order to enact my evil plan we took george washington off of mount rushmore and brought it to africa like somebody's gonna notice that you know yep that's number one number two i think it's really fucking racist and kind of insulting that we have this Irishman who runs an Irish named company, Silver Shamrock, yet we have Stonehenge, which is from Scotland. So the writer of this movie is like Scottish, Irish, whatever. They've got funny accents and they like to drink. They're basically interchangeable. They're really fucking not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really not. That's some racist bullshit right there. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. If he had said, you know, the fucking catalyst for my dark and evil plan is fucking four-leaf clovers first of all i think i was watching a leprechaun movie but that would have made more goddamn sense than just an entire stone from and i don't mean a piece of stonehenge i mean like one of the entire fucking blocks from Stonehenge that he's just got his scientists just chipping away at. Yep. You think that at some point in this movie 
where they go through great lengths to explain every goddamn thing that you don't care about. There would be at least like a news story that was like, one of the stones from Stonehenge has gone missing. Because that's kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. But, but nope. nobody says anything. Nope. Nope. It's ridiculous. So moving on. Marge bugs out of her mouth. Sorry, I just had to get yep. that out. Um, he basically tells them that what it's supposed to happen is it's gonna supposed to, it's supposed to summon um a bunch of insects and snakes and blah 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 and kill whoever wears it, and he which kills... is the lamest plan. Yeah, and so he demonstrates by killing the 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 the, cu- the cufflers, and yep. You know, he dies. But see, here's what I don't understand. All right, so in this scene, he takes fucking drunky chalice over here to, like, this little, you know, fucking picture window where Bud and what's the wife's name, who I love so much? Betty. And little Buddy are sitting in there, and Buddy has a mask on. I think it was a pumpkin mask. Yep. And, you know, he's got Buddy's, like, laying on the floor watching, like, Two inches away from the television, like a goddamn dumbass child. You like move back. You're gonna ruin your fucking eyes. I've been told that since I was three. Anyway, and so the commercial plays. How many days away from Halloween are we at this point? It, it, it's it's Halloween. It is Halloween. Yes. Oh. Now it's time for Halloween. 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 Now which Halloween. which by the way, the commercial is what activates the mask. That's where I was going, yes. So Buddy's sitting there on the floor, and the commercial plays, and then it goes into this weird, like, strobe effect. Mm-hmm. You know, that little... That you heard earlier. And it's just... It gets it starts playing progressively faster and faster, which is fucking weird. And then, like, little Buddy grabs his head, and the mask starts to melt, and then bugs and snakes pop out of his head, which somehow kill the parents. Yes. Like, it's not really specified, like, because it's not, I mean, I guess a couple of those snakes might be poisonous. I don't fucking know. But they never explain the magic behind this. It's just, we have a microchip with a piece of Stonehenge in it, and it makes bugs and snakes. Because mm-hmm. evil! And it's the dumbest fucking thing. The mom is laughing at first, but then the bugs and snakes start crawling out of her son's head. She's like, ah, ah, ah. and the dad's like, and then, then the kid dies, and then the parents die, and Doctor Chalice is just standing there like, "You monster!" It's like, well, yeah, he just killed those people, but like, that's. It. But who's this really for? Like, mm-hmm. the but see, here's the thing that mystifies me: if the evil masks are activated by the commercial. And the kids are wearing the mask to go trick-or-treating. Will the kids be home to watch the commercial or will they be out begging for candy? Exactly. Who is this going to kill? It's not going to kill the parents because they're adults. They're not going to be sitting around wearing masks. I mean, I would because I'm a stunted man-child. But, like, real adults are not going to be sitting in front of a TV with their silver shamrock masks on. So who is this really going to affect? Like, the five kids whose parents are, like, Fuck you, we're not going trick-or-treating. You're gonna fucking rot your teeth out, sit in front of the TV with your goddamn mask on, you piece of shit kid. Like, those are those parents deserve to die. Maybe not the child. Maybe he needs to go to, like, foster care. But, like, <laughs> this isn't gonna do anything to anyone. 
Unless they tamper with the mask or get shot in the mouth with lasers. Mm-hmm. So, I really love that part. This is where I try to hurry up and finish this because, yeah. Anyways, so he kills the Keflers. Chalice basically escapes, grabs a bunch of the chips, throws them over the rafter. Um, as, you know, the, the signal is being activated by the commercial, kills Cochran, all the employees, you know, and as this happens, it destroys the computer, the factory, everything, and they drive away. As they're driving away... As in any movie, just things explode. Like, well, you have to kill the villain, things just, things that wouldn't normally explode, just explode. Mm -hmm. Because... And you think it's over. Because it's like, well, they killed the evil Irishman, which, racist. And, and, and they, they, I guess they've saved the children because the, the fucking, did that, oh my god, does this mean they blew up a piece of Stonehenge? They are now international criminals. Oh yeah, yep. They just they, thought of that. Oh my god. Yep. So they're driving away. We find out Ellie was replaced by an android. Um, she attacks, um, chalice he kills her by destroying her head he goes home to the gas doesn't she station try to, doesn't she try to um strangle him yes like um, gently yeah Gentle with crisis. one hand with one hand so chalice makes it to the gas station he needs tries to call the the, the television station he's trying to convince them um to not broadcast you are it. you are rushing through this so fast you oh yes i am done so I, bad I, I really do so he's convincing all the stations to not broadcast the commercial, and he's telling them why, because it'll kill the kids, and he's very happy, except for one channel that is still broadcasting it, and the movie ends with him screaming at the TV, going, stop, 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 and the movie ends. No, he's, he, <laughs> no, this is where my, no, I'm, you are not going to deny me my impression. It's not going to happen. So he's standing there, and like, I don't know who he called to get the because he's a doctor. He has no power, you know, but he's calling people like you have to stop the commercial. You have to stop the commercial. And like he stops it on some channels, which, again, time zones are a thing. So if they're like on the East Coast, has he still stopped it for the West Coast or vice versa? But that's neither here nor there. Or has it already played in one of these places? That's just me overthinking. But then, like, he tries to get them to stop it on the one channel. He's like, it's still going. Turn it off. Turn it off. It's the best. It's the dumbest ending. It's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Did you have fun? Nope. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. So, now it's time for our... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just really excited at how much you hated it. We're going to do this a little bit backwards than my notes say, because I'm going to do this first. Um, we're going to rate it first. Uh, would you own this on DVD or Blu-ray? I would fucking blow up every copy. <laughs> would you watch it on cable or rent it? Or would you download it to delete it? I think I already made my intentions clear. No, you don't want to watch this movie again. No, I Love. won't ever watch this movie. 
You loved it. I'm thinking about giving away this movie as a free gift at my Halloween party this Saturday just to get it out of my house. Or you can send it to me. I'll take it. I fucking love this movie. I'm doing that then. <laughs> right, so now we're going to talk about a few other things about this movie. Um, first of all, the budget of this amazing movie in which they imported a rock from Stonehenge. How much do you think it made? Uh, how much do you think it cost? Excuse me. 25000 <laughs> A little bit more than that. This movie cost $2.5 million. Of course it did. $2.5 million on three shitty basts. And how much do you think it made? Um, I would say at least a million. It made, you're, you're going to be so mad. I love it. It made 14.4 million. Ooh. 14.4. It well exceeded its budget. And one more thing, a little sidebar I want to talk about. The reason this movie does not feature Michael Myers is because that's actually what the Halloween series was supposed to be. It was supposed to be an anthology series where every single movie revolved around a different story that took place on Halloween. Mm -hmm. But after, after the first two movies with Michael Myers, which everybody seemed to love, and then this piece of shit nobody really liked they were like let's just go back to the guy with the mask yeah exactly should have just stood with that which which if you watch this movie accurate like i can fucking get it <laughs> i love this movie i can't believe you don't love this movie it's so awesome so on to rotten tomatoes according to the tomato meter with an average rating of 4.7 out of 10, this movie is 37% rotten. Yeah. That's accurate. It. That's it? You think it should be lower? Yeah. <laughs> and with an average rating of 2.3 out of 5, 25% of the audience just liked it. They loved it. Uh-huh. Okay. I want to read some reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. On this movie. Let's see. Let's see. There's one for Roger Ebert. Oh. This. Who, of course, says it was rotten. This is one of those identikit movies assembled out of familiar parts from other better movies. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me see. This review says the, e- the end result. Is a bit of a mess, but hugely enjoyable, and often thanks to Dean Cuddy's camera work and John Carpenter's close supervision as a producer, as strikingly visually as striking visually as its predecessors. Now, even I have to deny that that's true. Fuck you. Halloween three, while not a complete success, at least offers something different from the norm. Because yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> <sighs> It's no wonder, <laughs> oh, oh, Felix Vasquez Jr., it's no wonder they gave up after this and brought back Michael Myers. Aww. Mm-hmm. It's high time with a, for viewers with a hang-up to reevaluate the pleasures that Halloween 3 Season of the Witch has to offer. See, it's a good movie. I don't know what's wrong with you. Keep going. Has little connection to the first two Halloweens, including True Terror. 
Ugh. There are more than enough giant logic holes, stilted characters, and idiotic developments to make sure that it is a bad that it is bad for reasons transcending its simple poorness as a sequel. Uh, Ouch. Though the film certainly isn't awful, the filmmakers couldn't decide on their focus. Everybody's being very nice to this movie, for the most part. I don't know why you didn't like it. What's the matter with you? Uh Uh-huh. You watch shit all the time. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Now, I've been informed that I must let all of you know I wasn't even aware that Dennis has a special review to read. I do, because as we pointed out, this is a terrible movie regardless of what the idiot on the other side of the mic says. It's a great movie, fuck you. Um, I was like, you know what? There has to be people out there who like the movie. And there is. So I went to yeah. Amazon. Me? And, yeah. Other people. Uh-huh. So I went to Amazon and I went to the five-star reviews and I started reading reviews. Oh, my God. I'm going to read you real quick. There are several five-star reviews that you can read and they will make you laugh and laugh and laugh because people really are defending this movie. But this one made me laugh. It's a five-star review, and it says, Watch the Magic Pumpkin. I feel I must defend this movie. Even though I'm sure mine isn't the popular opinion in this case, I fondly fondly recall seeing it when I was in theater when I was seven years old. And I remember loving it. When you were seven? (laughs) Wow, your parents were not good to you. I can't say anything. My first horror movie was Halloween um, 4. And that came out in 86. So I was like four or five at the time. Um, Actually, We already already know your parents don't love you. Oh, yeah. So, um, sure, the plot has nothing to do with the original Halloween movie and its many sequels. But it's a charming... Um, little standalone film that deserves better reviews uh, than it's been getting here. If this movie was not called Halloween 3 and had nothing to do with the Halloween franchise, would the review still be so bad? Yes. No, but, no. I am going to have to agree with this reviewer because that is true. If this movie was not part of the quote-unquote Halloween franchise, if it was just some dumb standalone movie, people would love it. The way I love Theodore Rex. That is legitimately accurate. Yep, you love Theodore Rex, a dinosaur that had a stroke and his face didn't move. Anyways. Um, fucking dinosaur. <laughs> would this movie be as so bad? Possibly, but looking at the movie on its own, I can honestly say that I've seen a thousand times worse than this. Half the complaints I see is that there are no Michael Myers, Laurie Strode, or Dr. Loomis in this movie. So what? The movie makes up with that for a decently creepy and a unique plot rather With some rather disgusting scenes, if you're even halfway squeamish, and some good old-fashioned scenes where the not-so-jaded viewer might even jump. I don't even know if I even want to finish reading this because, yeah, anyways. So, the movie is classic. Eight more days till Halloween, Halloween, eight more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. The song is incredibly catchy, memorable to the point where you might find yourself singing it a week later. And it's horrific in itself because it's basically a sugar-coated countdown to mass murder. 
Don't forget the scarily amusing kids on TV bopping to the beat in special masks, not to mention the bugs. Perhaps I'm biased, as the only thing that ever affected me in horror movies are bugs. At any rate, I tend to think of this movie as the least one of my... As it is one of my top favorite 25 horror movies in the 1980s. It can be cheesy, sure, but in the best way possible. And I know I certainly choose to watch this over some rather dismi dismissal trendy 90s horror movie. Which have unfortunately gotten so much more better reviews than this. I guess it's really all a matter of taste. The movie never claimed to have Michael Myers in it. So try not to feel ripped off because you just assumed he'd be in it. If you oh watch... Oh, yeah. God, this is still going? Oh, yeah. If you watch this movie with a more open mind, dim the lights, and pop some popcorn, you might actually enjoy it. Go fuck yourself. Nobody asked you to write a fucking dissertation, dude. It's all right. Mm. right. Like, it's a shitty horror movie. Even I admit that. I love this movie. It's a shitty horror movie. It's a shitty-ass horror movie. But you should absolutely watch it for that reason. Yep. And let's be honest. Like, I know you hated this movie, but let's let's let's... Let's be real here for a minute. Let me turn my chair around and sit backwards. Most horror movies are shitty. I'm like, that is true. Right. So if I'm if I'm being objective, ignoring that it was Halloween, because there there are some bad Halloween movies, not meaning the franchise, just Halloween movies in general. Mm -hmm. And we ignored it and whatnot, I wouldn't have enjoyed this because it was a terrible movie. We didn't find out what oh, was no, happening it's an absolute until later piece of shit. on. You know, et cetera, et cetera. So this is why I don't believe people when they're like, oh, well, maybe if it wasn't called Halloween, maybe if it was just called Season of the Witch, which this movie had nothing to do with the witch, but whatever. That's true. All right. But I mean, but that's, I think, why I love it so much, because it's it's shitty. It's the, it's the kind, if you're a horror movie fan who doesn't get scared at horror movies, which I really don't understand those people because it's not real. But if you're just like a fan of like horror movies and shitty movies, this is the best of both worlds. It's dumb and it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And it's so ridiculous. How could you not just laugh at it? It's a dumb fucking movie and that's what makes it so much fun. Oh yeah. I can't tell you how many times that I just looked at this movie and was just shaking my head going, "Ugh." I mean, I'm not I'm not at all defending it in the sense of, oh, no, it's a way better movie than you think. No, it's a piece of shit. It's an absolute piece of shit. But that's why it's endearing. Like Theodore Rex. <laughs> you say I really love Theodore. Really... People are going to get sick of me talking about Theodore Rex and Short Circuit. Oh, yeah. Gonna be episode like two hundred and thirteen of this goddamn podcast, and I'm gonna be like, be like fucking ninety years old. Remember that time I watched Theodore Rex and I loved it. I'm just gonna get emails of people probably begging me to let you watch Short Circuit so you can shut the fuck up. I really want to watch it, Eddie. Eddie, you sent us our first letter. Eddie, if you're out there, we don't have any letters this week, but I'm gonna talk directly to Eddie. Eddie. Write into Dennis and tell him to let me watch Short Circuit. He won't listen to me, but he'll listen to you, Eddie. <laughs> no, me, Eddie. No, I won't. <laughs> so now we come to your favorite part. Well, it's my favorite part now. Hello, Dennis. We like to play a game. Dude, dude, bad timing. Did you not see the sock on the door? Oh, God! Oh, my God! Oh, my, God. Oh, my eyes! Oh! Oh! Oh, that's horrible. Oh, what are you doing with that? Ah, ah! Oh, why is there a goat? Don't ask questions. Oh, I think I'm gonna be sick. Great. You ready?
<laughs> you only got one movie left, dude. You got one movie left. All right, lay it on me. I mean, I I knew that it was Human Centipede 3, but I have a feeling that you possibly changed it, so I'm curious to see oh, what it is. Oh, hell yes, I changed it. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm a vindictive, vindictive little son of a bitch. And I was so livid that you... Every time I think about Human Centipede, all I hear is you talk about celery and the baby's head being crushed. I'm so <laughs> angry that you were just okay with the horrors happening in front of you that I am going to I'm gonna just admit it. I straight up lied to you. I lied to you. You're not watching Human Centipede three. You're watching Teeth. Ah, but on contraire, mm. you took Teeth off. Yeah, I know. And I changed my mind. You're watching Teeth. Mm-mm-mm. No, yeah, you're watching Teeth. Okay, all right. I'll watch Teeth. Okay. Yeah. I got a lot to say about Teeth, because I love that movie, too. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I will make him suffer for this. You do every day. We've been friends for almost 15 goddamn years. I suffer every time my phone dings in the morning. You're like, hello. Fuck. He's still here. Wow. We're best friends. Anyway, if you want to write to us and call me a bastard for making Dennis watch teeth after I promised him he wouldn't, uh, you can email us. Which please do. I love good email. Eddie. Eddie. At podcasttc at gmail.com. You can also check out our WordPress site at the Torture Shaper blog dot wordpress dot com. Or you can tweet us. I'm going to admit, our Twitter has very little to do with the podcast, so much as it's me just free associating my dumbass thoughts mm. every couple of days. I can't remember the last tweet I put Oh, I do remember the last tweet I put out. I think it was uh, the Peas Parge one, was it? Yes, it was. <laughs> just If you want to find out what that is, then head over to Twitter and look for us at at T Chamber Podcast. All one word. T Chamber Podcast. And if you're listening to this from iTunes, you obviously know we're on iTunes. Feel free to leave us a message on iTunes. Give us a little review, a little rating, whatever you know you want. I legitimately still can't believe we're on iTunes. But yes, leave us a five-star review. It'll help us out. It'll help people find us, you know, move us up in the rankings. Maybe we're your new favorite podcast. How could we be? This dog and pony show is a piece of crap. (laughs) Wow. And I'm on it. (laughs) Wow. So until next time, this has been the Torture Chamber Podcast. (laughs) I'm your host, Jason Christopher. I'm the ever-loving victim, Dennis Neal. I fucking hate you so much. (laughs) You can bite me, you piece of shit.